All right, welcome back to another episode of the 28 to 3 podcast. As many of you have noticed, it is Falcons Hate Week, one of our favorite times of year here at the 28 to 3 podcast as we play our least favorite team and the team that we won't let anybody forget blew a 25-point lead in the Super Bowl and who were winning 20 to 3 before they lost said 25-point lead. And uh, do you know how many Super Bowl rings they still have? Max, by chance? I'm going to go ahead and go with zero. Yeah, it's a big zero. And we hope it stays that way for the rest of time. Uh, I'm using this portion of the podcast to say how much I fucking hate this team. Because, yes, we're coming off a bye. Yes, we're five and five. Have a better record than them. Yeah, we're going into Atlanta to play. And usually, like, road games are tougher than home games. But, you know... We have been saying it for the past three weeks that this week is a huge week for the Saints. I want, with every fiber of my being, to drag them out of their uh, sphincter stadium, to drag them out of contention for the division, to get them as quickly mathematically eliminated from division contention, even if it means that we make the playoffs and don't win in the playoffs. I don't want them sniffing it. But that starts this weekend in Atlanta. So, Max, how do you feel going in to the uh, Mercedes-Benz Mercedes Benz asshole on Sunday? First and foremost, for Dennis Allen, fuck you for ruining Falcons hate week Ugh. for a second consecutive year. <laughs> Last year, both of them sucked because I mm-hmm. can't be confident dragging the Falcons in any which way whether it's text messages to friends and family mm-hmm. or in public on social media, because I'm probably going to look like an ass when the Saints fucking lose this game. You'll look like the top of their stadium. Exactly. So, Dennis Allen, fuck you for ruining this third consecutive Falcons hate week. Cosign. Um, But I guess my opinions on the game, I don't feel really good going into this game. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say this: this is truly the biggest game of the year. You know, we've said that multiple times this year, but the reality is you're playing this team for first half for first place of the uh the division going into the back half of the year. Potentially a two game lead. I was about to say, Potentially a two game lead. Two game but lead, yeah. Man, after watching us in Minnesota, I do not feel confident in any which way about how this team is gonna perform. And the fact that they've had two weeks to sit and stew over that pathetic performance in Minnesota, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see which way this game goes. You know, even after last week's game for the first time, Cam Jordan wasn't talking about the twenty four hour rule. Yeah, he was talking. You know, he, it, it was a different stance from him post game. So, you know, I've heard a lot of uh, people saying that this the locker room hasn't fractured yet under DA, and it hasn't. You know, the locker the locker room last year when there were struggles, the team always came together and yeah. continued to play hard. One good thing we have going for us. One for good sure. thing. That's been the one thing DA, to his credit, has been able to do is keep the uh, the team together and play tough in every game. Yeah. That being said, there are cracks in the foundation, and there's a scenario where if this game goes wrong, and that potential is there for this game to go very wrong, if it goes wrong, that locker room might, these cracks might get a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger to where we're going to actually see, you know, some of this, uh, some of it for, just break apart in uh, in the public eye. So I don't know, man. This is, this game's, 
I don't feel good about it. I know Desmond Ritter starting. He's a mobile quarterback. He's got good speed. We suck against mobile quarterbacks. Yeah. It's not a great recipe. You know, we've got Marshawn Lattimore banged up. Michael Thomas banged up. I, I don't feel good about it. Yep. And before I got one thing to say before you jump in, Nick, is that to your point, Max, with the locker room, whether it's splinters or doesn't splinter, holds it together if the week goes south. I don't think DA has had anything to do with this locker room staying together. I think the locker room is staying together because of the quality of the players in the locker room. You know, guys like Michael Thomas will say publicly that I'm with DA. Don't talk about my coach. I'm behind him. Or Demario might say the same thing. Cam might say, eh, maybe not as with as much conviction. Whatever the hell Alvin says or doesn't say, it's very clear that these players are leaders unto themselves with each other and so how this locker room goes will go with how the team leaders decide to go themselves da just can just when i think i can't get pissed off with him more and i'm not saying he did anything this past week but it's just like every week post game or or pre-game press conferences it's just like dude just you're just there you're a good defensive play caller don't get me wrong like you've shown to be a good defensive coordinator but in terms of the, the the integrity of the team, team unity, the ability to move forward through adversity, that is 100% from the guys in our locker room and not the coach. And I so, appreciate that, you but know, you're also talking out of your ass and have nothing to support that. So I'm not saying like, I have any. But I'm it, tired of talking about all that. It's but look at DA. So like he's tired. Not, so you think DA is the one like getting these guys motivated? No, but you can't <laughs> say that. You don't think it's DeMario or Cam, the guy we talked about? Know. On, you don't know. Who would you? The, the th- fact is, they're not broken. Uh, I don't. I think say, I'm not saying they're broken. Agree on that. I'm not saying they're broken. Uh, whether it's DA or it's the team or the environment or all that, none of us know any of that. So I, I don't want to waste too much time just harping on the DA thing more and more and more. This I mean, is DA's showman year. If they don't win the division, he's gone, in my opinion. If he does win the division, like it or not, he's probably still here. Those are the facts. That's what we're dealing with. It's it's already set in stone. So we can stop talking about that for now on. And just talk about the team. We won't. (laughs) I'd like to see a team that made plays when they counted more. I'd like to see Groupie stop missing field goals when we really need them. I'd like to see Alave make more catches like he did last week um, on the Jameis first pass. I'd like to never see Jameis in a game again. I would I would like to see AK not run the wrong route. I'd like to see Taysom not drop two balls back to back plays. I'd like to see I'd like to see these players have some sense of pride and stop making stupid mistakes. Shahid being two yards off sides. It's all over the place. And I know we discussed whether this is coaching and having prepared. I'm sorry, man. Things like lining up two yards off sides, this is like elementary stuff. This is not coaching. This is a player's pride in what they do and i don't think you can say if i, can, if coaching, I can't no. say that it's not the players you don't think room, you can't say you don't it's think not if coaching. Shahid lines up offside in practice or not like hey dumb fuck you think they're just like cool let him yeah I, I actually false. do think that i or think no that, way or they're no not way in hell. doing no enough situational no way I don't, i'm not a coach i don't know what they have to do to make that not happen but i see a 31 other teams where that shit it's doesn't happen. It's a cop-out, dude. It's a cop-out. Uh, and I'm not saying... Uh, no, 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 no. Groupie missing a field goal versus making it is coaching? That shit never happened okay. with Sean Payton. It never did, really? Two yards off sides? It never happened with Sean Payton. How many like times did we question Sean Payton decisions? 
decision. Sean play Payton calling had decisions. Drew Brees to pull him out of mistakes. Whoa, well, hold we on, hold on. But we would, we would hold on. We would question Sean Payton decisions plenty of times. He would, he would pull out like a tight end reverse on fourth and one or something like that. And, and yeah, how about we, when you can kneel out the game and you run a double reverse fumble but and lose? That that no, 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 no. But that is do. different. That yeah. has nothing to Why do with discipline. Discipline. Okay, calling a play that Sean Payton would call. Were we not maybe a highly asinine. penalized team under Sean Payton in no, his last five years? Like personal. Hold on, you have also been on a crusade against the refs, and now they have something against us. No, that. no, I said Come I think on. they're incompetent. I not well, say the they refs are the incompetent, Saints. but yeah. there's a referee you, problem. You cannot, you cannot equate Sean Payton's call, uh, play calling with discipline and people lining up offside. So what because is your Payton criteria would, for Payton discipline? would fucking cut people, man. Yeah. Mike Bell had the wrong cleats on. They that motherfucker him? never saw the field again in the Super Bowl. It's well known. Payton Who is put, Sean Payton put cut the fear of Because God. of this. Who? Just give me just give me the person. I'm listening. Who did he cut? No you one know damn no well it. there was discipline in the building. He just said he cut people. Is anybody, Who did let, he let me cut? just ask you this. Forget who we cut. Forget whatever. Is anybody scared of DA on that team? Nobody. Is any player scared of Dennis Allen? Scared. Yes. You think scared. they were scared of Peyton? They're high-fiving yes. him and dancing with him. You think they're they scared of him? When they were winning. The when they were winning. They Peyton. were not scared of Peyton. Those uh, players were terrified yeah, to fuck up in front of him. These players We've heard this from no players one. that played on the team. Scared they talked, of him. They talked yes, about, they, they, they held him in such high esteem. What were they scared was going to happen? They were going to get cut and they were going to play. When did it ever happen? He benched multiple players. Mike Bell is a prime fucking example. He never saw the field again after he had cleats on that were too short or whatever, and he slipped in the Super Bowl. You never saw that dude again. He was off the team immediately. No, like, was, was he cutting Drew Brees? Was he cutting Marcus Colston, my favorite player, obviously? But no, he wasn't cutting those guys, but there were guys in the mid-levels that... Well, Brees never made a mistake. But there, was, there were guys in the Shahid level that thought, like, if I did that in a game, I would be gone. I'd be fired. Yeah, literally you know, every reporter, and we can we can you, we can discuss the merit of these reporters next week. And did not play it down. The two of you would go crazy. No, we wouldn't. You would go crazy. I would Where's say, Shahid? no, if it's going Why to, are we doing? Why is she? You're penalizing him for one bad play. To, Where's Shahid? If, would, if it is going to hold the player we would know accountable, why he did it. Horseshit. Yeah. He's are, not doing are, anything. You're, you're lying to yourself. No, we're not. If Shahid didn't play it down next week, if, okay, come on. If you listen to last episode, you do realize that Corey and I don't agree on much. But when we agree on something, it's probably pretty spot on. This isn't about I appreciate what you're saying. About- if Shahid did not play a down against the Falcons and we lost by a point, you would both lose your goddamn Listen, minds. Nick, I just lied to myself the entire last episode of Marcus Colston being better than Cam Jordan, okay? So yes, I know did. what I'm talking about on this one, goddamn You weren't it. lying to yourself. You believed, you believed that wholehearted, I, and I no, believe I didn't. I actually you believed this. I wasn't lying. I did believe it. I, still, anyway. I believe you believe this, too, and but I, I don't but have I a problem with it. I'm just saying it's No a, one is being held accountable. But if I mean, you're going to hold... Yeah, there's no personal accountability. There's no it's not accountability. X's and O's. It's just like I'm not saying so bench him for the whole game. I'm saying you know what? Don't let's start go. him. Don't start him. Yeah, Don't play a, him the first quarter. I'm yeah, not saying bench quarter. him the whole game. Pause real quick on previous podcasts when I said this dude is not ready. He is not a full receiver. He is a niche guy. You defended the hell out of him. And said he's a better player right now than Alave. He is not ready. He is not a complete receiver. He, he's never gonna be a complete receiver. Wait, did we, that's he a needs to be playing. What you said did we just shift? No, that's not a different. Shahid stance. being two yards outside to Alave not being good. No, we're talking about Shahid. Oh, we're still talking about Shahid. Okay. My point is, oh, oh, Shahid needs to be on the field because he gives us a better chance to Correct. win than most of the other so players. So benching on offense. him for that mistake, would but be that doesn't ridiculous. mean you cannot start well, him as I'll a little this. as a little uh, well, slap in the face. Foster doesn't say, start. Hey, Foster did the same thing. I would say the same fucking thing about Foster. Exactly. He's an NFL vet. You do it on our watch, get the fuck to the back of the line. 
And yeah. so, like, think about what you did. Hey, look, come back here. And I, don't I get, would love if, if they cut Foster because he's been a cheap, disaster. I'm not he's saying been cut terrible. him. There's some guys that you shouldn't cut. <laughs> he costs us a game. Eh, he he's doesn't need There's some guys you obviously shouldn't cut because they made that mistake once, but you can't just, just let it go. Yeah. I'm know, just saying. Like, the problem is really these guys nice. are doing the same thing. Brian Brzee has lined up multiple times offsides on the field goal attempts. Which is why, in my opinion, when he's our best... You and I agree. He is our best defensive tackle. He is playing less snaps than the other guy. Yeah. So that's probably the reason. And you if know, only one of us had a take about snaps. Well, I thought he Brzee and I thought he should Colin. be in the most sides, but he clearly has some mental thing where he's not grasping everything to have the same penalty twice. Yeah, it's called being a rookie, spot. right? So, <laughs> so their DA is taking away snaps from our best player because he's not ready. I don't mentally. think Brzee is the best player if he's not ready mentally. You don't think he's our best defensive tackle? No, because he keeps making today. mistakes. Colin Saunders, he's a vet. He's still, he does well. He plays offense. Even Nathan Shepard's better than Brzee right now. I mean, maybe as we're whole, watching different games as I watch talent? them get thrown down the no, field but on for a, a talent, whole half. On a, look, Shepard look, and, and Saunders. I'm not Roche saying, came in and the whole thing changed. I'm not saying Brzee's, Those two guys were getting pushed back. Like I'm not crazy. saying Brzee is less talented than Colin or Shepard, but if there's one guy who has more talent and he's making mistakes and he's spin moving himself into a different gap and someone's running straight and I agree with you, tractor trailer through it, then the that guy... That is what's happening and that is why he's not getting so the this snaps year, that me and Max think yes, he should this probably year, get. He's not the best defensive tackle this year. Is he the most talented? Has the most potential? Of course he is. But I thought DA was unwilling to take snaps away for performance. I mean, well, in Penning, that case... Where's Penning? Where's Penning today? What's he doing? Okay, that's look. You're raising good points. So you're, I'm just I'm not saying, gonna say you're not raising good points. To I, say these things are coaching, you can't just bench everyone who makes a mistake, especially when everyone's making mistakes. Well, then when does no, it no, come no. to it's the a coach? difference between making a, a mistake in the middle of the play, but like a pre-snap mistake, like Brzee lining up off or in the neutral, whatever the, the call was on the field goal attempt. Again, I forgot which team it was, or Rashid Shahid lining up two yards off sides on a snap it's like those are the kind of things you got to get you have to call these guys out and, and just fix this shit but he did it, if somebody it, falls down in the middle of guarding a wide receiver you don't bench him for that essentially obviously. that shit happens by taking his snaps and being the third defensive tackle that's what he's done correct right that he's been the third defensive tackle since day one he hasn't taken anything well yeah no I his, think snaps, his, snap, his, his snap, snaps elevated in the first few weeks we talked yeah, about but they it. did but they're still roughly around the same if you pull they're them less off now. it's not drastic it's, less. it's less by one or two or put it it's this not way, like maybe a big difference maybe it just goes to again it's complete speculation and as nick said earlier talking out of one's ass sure well that's what but, we do on this show exactly that's why we're here but, that's why we're here David. my but, only but take it, is if, we know the outcome so if, why do we have to keep harping no, on but i'm saying maybe max maybe said I'm, it i hate it that if we win the division he's still going to be here he's going to be here if he wins the division yeah, yeah. He if he doesn't he's probably not here we hope right so we've settled that i think Let's talk about... Yeah, no one, no one's arguing can... with that. I think we're all in agreement on that so fact. That if we win... The, well, it, I say win in quotation marks because we are not winning the division. I if like we that fall you're still ass, optimistic. If we fall <laughs> ass backwards into the division, then yeah. he is going to be here next year. Let's yeah. let it be known, though. He is Agreed. not winning anything. He's falling ass backwards into well, it if he gets it. If by some miracle we win the rest of our games, then... that. I think that would be winning. But we know that's not going to happen. Well, that's not going to happen. So We're not winning the rest of our games. I have big concerns if we win this fucking game. Yeah. Well, I, I will say this is this is the turning point of the season. Yeah. Uh, this is put up or yet, shut up time. For everything we said one. last week, it didn't matter that much. 
This week does. This week, well, it is, does. It's not going to matter that much if the other teams in the division keep losing. You still have to beat Atlanta, <laughs> is what I'm saying. You, you still have to beat Atlanta. You still have to beat Tampa. They seem like yeah. We've got to go one and one against Atlanta and beat Tampa. That's the end for the season. That's what has to happen. This truly is. Yeah, you're right. This truly is like you're playing this team. The first out of two more games against them, they're the closest one to you in your only chance to make the playoffs. Right. So, we yeah. beat Minnesota and lose to Atlanta. It's all for nothing. Right? So this is the game. Yeah, I agree. Um, and we know the game after that is a very difficult game. Yeah. So this is the game. This is, in my opinion, Max has said it a few times. I didn't. I said, relax, relax, relax. This is it. This is this is yeah. game 11. This is the division rival who's in second place. Mm-hmm. Um, first of two games. Next week's uh, a top three NFC team right now. Uh, going to be a difficult game. High-powered offense. We're going to be missing Lattimore. That's going to be a very tough game. Well, hold on. Have we, have we gotten a, a prognosis on him, like how long he's out? We haven't they, heard anything yet. DA said again this Today week, I think that's going to be a long time. Long time. Like, yeah. like for a while. Yeah. Or a minute, maybe. So <laughs> he said, well, I, I, tend, I put it to, I compare it to this. You know, like it's, this isn't a single elimination. Winner goes home. Winner takes the division. Loser, loser misses the playoffs. But it's kind of similar to like in college baseball, where like if you win to get into the winner's bracket, the next, t- the team has to beat you twice to win the entire thing. Yeah. So it's almost like putting yourself in a position to stay in the winner's bracket. And now, and quite literally, like Atlanta, if you win, they would have to even up with you in record first and then beat you. And then beat you well, the, at the t- end. If you t- lose, t- but if you lose, you're essentially yeah. at home. At Maybe home, you're not also. in a loser's bracket, but you're like back to single elimination with to, them. To Nick's point, the, the only three games that really matter, the rest of the schedule, are this week against the Falcons, the next game against the Bucks, whenever that is, a couple weeks away. It's the last then, two weeks of the year. In the last Bucks, two weeks of the Bucks, year, Falcon. the Falcons game again. Those are the three games. Those, you have to win those three games. You have to. Yeah. If you lose this one, it's going to be Look, tough, I'm going to tell you, you've got Tampa's to win this lingering, group. too, man. They're not going away. Uh, I mean, they've lost five of six or whatever it is. They've, they, they haven't been They're four good. and six, though. They're one game behind us. Or they're half a game behind us I because they the beat us. I think the key word you just said, they're not going away. They're not going away. Like, they haven't. Yeah. They're at Indy this week, um, mediocre game. So um, hopefully we get lucky there again. Uh, but this is the game. There's no doubt about it. We're in all likelihood we lose next week. Uh, if we're being honest with ourselves, you're talking about the Lions. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, it lines up really great for us: Panthers, Giants, Rams. I mean, that's great. And if you win two out of those three, Hashtag you're going to be paper. sitting sitting pretty for Bucks Falcons. But at the end of the day. Like Max just said, those are the games you got to win. You want to win the division, you got to beat the division. So, Falcons game is it. And this one's on the road. We get them at home at the last game of the season. I would love for that game not to matter. It probably will. Oh, it's going to. And to be at home for it is great. I'd rather play them on the road first and have them at home for the last game of the season. And I'll be honest with you, if we're 8-8 eight and eight and that game sends us to the playoffs, uh, that'd be a pretty fun game to go to. Um Falcon Saints to go to the playoffs would be pretty cool. Uh, the week before is the Bucks, but we're at Bucks, and that could have a that could have an you know who knows where the Bucks are there. I haven't looked at their schedule other than past Indy this week. Well, hold on, why don't you pull up the Bucks schedule? I've got the Falcons schedule pulled up, so they got us obviously this weekend. Then they're at the Jets, which you know yeah they're a dumpster fire right now. Right and then they play the Bucks. It looks like which at is, home that's good for us. One of them loses. Then they've got at Panthers. And they've got the win. Colts at home, That's probably at the Bears, 
and then at the Saints. Dude, their schedule is just as easy as ours. Oh, 100%. No doubt. That's why this game is it. And yeah. if you have a two-game lead, it's hard for me to see a scenario where we're not in the driver's seat pretty comfortably. You lose it, everything changes. I think the um, biggest thing is the Lattimore injury. That that changed everything because right now, you know, he's been the constant all year. He's been back there. When Adebo was hurt and they, they plugged in Yadam, the defense really didn't see much of a drop-off. We saw a little bit of a drop-off, but we were still we were still good. Him being out, man, could that whole left side of the field or right side, whichever side he's on. That, no one even threw there this year. Exactly. Was, that yeah. side is now open for business. Yeah. So Bucks are at Colts. That's a 50-50 game probably. I bet that's like a pick em. Uh Panthers at home, that's a win most likely for them. They're at Falcons. That's an interesting game. We'll, yeah, one of we'll see which are. one we want that to go. Who knows? Then they're at Packers. Marginal 50-50 game. Jaguars, that's a tough game. That's a tough one. Then it's us. And then they get the Panthers last game of the season. So their schedule's the hardest. Well, not necessarily because that Jaguars game is their hard game. The Lions game is our hard game. Who did we decide was the Falcons' hard game? I don't think they had one that would qualify as they have yeah, Saints, Bears, Colts, Panthers, Bucks, Jets. Yeah. The no Saints, the Falcons don't have a hard game. They don't There's have no a game. hard game, but ours is pretty. This the Bucks is the hardest. It's at Colts, right? They play the Falcons. They're at Packers. Jaguars at home. That's the toughest schedule of the three. Wait, slightly. Yeah, yeah. The Bucks. Falcons yeah. have the easiest schedule of the three. Falcons are easiest. We're right behind them because we have the Detroit game mix. We got the Giants. I mean, who? Everyone wants to play the Giants right now. They won uh, yesterday. We've, I know. We've it said was, that about a lot of teams. <laughs> yeah, I, but look. the Giants are a special. Last last week was a freaking crazy anomaly. You, Five, you, six you turnovers by. You if we think, don't turn uh, it over six times, hey man, Tommy hey. Tommy DeVito looked pretty confident. Hey, Tommy, no, Tommy no. DeVito. He got sacked nine times. Hey, he hey, still looked. Good. He's he a looked terrible. He's coming through <laughs> adversity. I'm not you saying he's good. I'm just saying he did up, not. Huh? He did not look bad. Hey, Tommy it was, DeVito. It was nice getting a screen touchdown. He got sacked nine times. Hey, the kid's a winner. The kid's got. The kid's looking up. Huh? The kid's looking up. Stop. Stop. Please. Look. Look. An anomaly is what that was yesterday. That's fine. They won. That guy is not good. The Giants are not good. No one said he's good. They won, though. Uh, Everyone wants the Giants on their schedule. Make no mistake about it. Everyone. And the Jets. Everybody wants the Saints on their schedule right now. No, they don't. They want Mm, the Jets. Who the fuck doesn't want the Saints on their schedule right now? Dude, come on. Like... You you were singing like the Broncos praise yesterday. They're behind us in every statistical category across the board. They're in a division that actually has real teams and in beaten, it, and they're five and five. And they're trending up as we trend down. Comes a point where the stats don't fucking matter. They're not a good team. I didn't say they were a good team. I said they're five and five, the same as us, it's, it's and they're the, in a worse the, division. It's the take, it's the, or they're in a better division. They're in a better division for sure. But it's a take of not watching the games. When you watch the games and realize they won the Bills game because of a 12 men on the field and a lucky fumble. And then yesterday... Okay, come on. We're not here to litigate whether the Broncos were a good team. I didn't say they were a I'm good just team. Saying, I just said they were 5-5 five and five, like us. wants to play the Saints. I but assure it, you every single team in the league would much rather play the Giants than the Saints. Sure. This is oh, not Oh, the Giants, yeah. Okay? But we're in the group or bubble of teams that most teams good, are chalking good teams a win are like, at this yeah, point. We, they are not scared of. Correct. They it's are not Teams are looking at the Saints and going, oh, yeah, we, that's a win. We've got this yeah. right now. When you yeah. see the Jets, the Giants, the Panthers on your schedule, you are celebrating a win. When you see we the Saints on your schedule, so you're not, close to it. It's yeah. a five-and-five five team. You can keep dogging the shit out of them as much as you want. It's a middle-of-the-road team right now. They are not a basement team. Who, the Saints? Saints. No, I, will I, be, I will be happy when the Colts do basement. finally. No, we're not basement. I will be happy when the Colts lose this weekend so we can get back to saying that the Saints have not beaten a team with a winning record. 
That's fine. Neither have the Miami Dolphins. And Tommy DeVito. So it doesn't mean shit. Tommy DeVito had a good game in spite of being sacked. They've won two games. You gotta, you gotta. Who else are we talking no. about, dude? It's, there's just not. There's a few good teams in the league. That's what people don't well, want to accept. To Nick's credit, I'll say this: it, it matters. You, you can say whatever you want to say based on how you look at it. You can say we suck. Everybody wants to play us because there's a good chance. Besides, if you're the Giants, Jets, or Panthers, that if you play us, you're gonna have a good chance. Or you say. On the flip side, it's the NFL, and you have to beat the team in front of you mm-hmm. at the end of the day. You know, so it's kind of like, can is there a team on the schedule besides the Lions that we think if we're the Saints, like we show up on Sunday and say, can we beat the team in front of us? We besides can beat the Lions, any team, any we can beat any team can beat any. So it's all about how, how we look at it. Now, if, I will say, I don't, I don't think that our. And I will, I will go back to coaching. I don't think the way our players are coached instills a whole lot of confidence in me, but that doesn't mean that we're not capable of making something happen. To your point 30 seconds ago, any team can beat any team. Yeah, any given Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Especially this year where there's mediocrity across the league. Correct. And this is the thing about the NFL. The NFL, other than the elite four or five teams, which we can all say there. There might not even be four or five elite. You're talking (laughs) Eagles. You're talking Chiefs, Chiefs. You're talking, you know, 49ers. If they're not injured, yeah. Uh, after that, you're reaching for like Dallas, who hasn't won a big game. They it, only beat the crap out of we bad said it, teams. You're reaching after right. that, yeah. So at the, after that, it's about one score games, right? Mm-hmm. And what are the Saints this year? One score games, three and four. So you're right in the middle. You're you're not doing enough, right? But you're in all these games, and in the in yeah. the in the games that are blowouts, we've won two of the three. We got blown out by the Bucks. There's no debating it. We got, got blown, blown out, out by the Vikings. Vikings. We were. I don't, was, I don't care what the score was. We got blown out by the I Vikings. I hear you, but we had four chances to tie that game. We so got blown out by the that's Vikings. That's not a blowout. By definition, it's not a blowout. We, we had, got our asses kicked they scored by the Vikings. The first half. They scored in the first half. In the second half, they scored three points. We had four drives to tie we, the game. We took four. They put it on cruise they, control. Well, four. well, they almost four. completely. The Vikings, I'll say this. The if you Vikings watched Josh Dobbs yesterday, I don't know if it was cruise control. The Vikings almost. I guess he put it in cruise control too early yesterday and got smoked. Well, they almost they were up 27 to 9. They smoked us. They almost completely mismanaged their second half by parking the car, just like we didn't like the way we parked a car. I forget what game it was. But, you know, we almost almost took advantage of what they were giving us by playing prevent defense and we took everything they gave us came back with a few scores uh their offense decided to run ball control offense our defense stopped that and that's the thing like i'm not here to relitigate like max says the entire vikings games but like Jameis had what Jameis needed to be Jameis to make a comeback to get it within a score our defense had based on what the vikings offense presented them what the defense needed to stop what the Vikings were presenting them, but I don't think that the way the offense came back or the way the defense stopped the Vikings was some kind of evidence of halftime adjustments or either side of the ball cured the ills from the first half. They did not. They it, just, it was Jameis spraying the ball they, around. They played to the benefit of the circumstance they were in. Yeah, That's what last week was. Now, that said, here we are, yet another week, and this isn't me dogging them, this is me being a pessimistic fan because it's such a weird-ass year because I've never been that. But we have another chance for the defense to say, we're not going to get off to a slow start. Do you believe them? No. I but there's either. no evidence to say None. that. You know, but but good Lord, if we get off, if we don't stop, you know, them the way they're mismanaging Bijan, if we don't stop 
Ritter, who's been benched. Again, like you could say, like Ritter's fast, he's a mobile quarterback. This is a Q, uh, this is a QB who has been benched this year. This isn't some you know new hope. He's not type good. of Luke Skywalker. No, like he's not Dobbs. good. He's not good. This is a not good quarterback who has already been benched once this year. If you can't stop that. Well, what was last week's discussion when when it was, this is a quarterback who's been traded three times in this calendar year. If we can't stop that, this guy has been on the team for a week at this point. He hadn't even gone through a practice yet. And the discussion last or two weeks ago was, if we can't beat this guy, we got fucking smoked by him. The guy was putting up numbers in the first half that were, it's just ridiculous. You're 100% accurate that those are the words that we've said, and I'd wouldn't take any we said it there's no yeah, well, we I'm not, we I, don't, I don't even mean we I mean like everybody everybody, well, yeah. everybody we, in, in the Saints everybody. local media Saints Twitter Saints social media whatever it is everybody said if we can't beat this guy this you know guy who's been traded three times just got to the team doesn't even know half the plays he's meeting his offensive lineman and learning the cadences on the game like that was the discussion that time and now we're having the same discussion this week it's just this team that is their coach is just as bad as DA and I'll be honest with you, whichever one of them doesn't know, back is, into the division is going to get fired. Wait, why, why are you dogging their coach? You, Arthur Smith? You like Arthur no, Smith? No, no. I thought you were talking about the Vikings coach. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. O'Connell's, <laughs> yeah. no, O'Connell's great. Well, you, went, you went from Dobbs and jumped over to Art Smith. Sorry. No, no, no. I was saying like from this week, yeah. we're looking at a team who has a coach that is on par with DA down in the basement of the yeah. uh, coaching fraternity. He's fucking terrible. Max and I just looked at each other the same way. We're like... Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, it, it's, it's funny <laughs> I mean, because one of these two coaches is getting fired this year, whether it's DA or whether it's Arthur Smith. And it's just whichever well, I mean, one doesn't back into the, the NFC South championship is probably the one that gets fired. This dude's getting fucking blasted every week by their fans because he's, he's got the number four pick in the draft, Kyle Pitts, basically in the block so he can throw it to their uh, third or fourth string tight end. London, top but, Bijan, they have no earthly idea on how to use Bijan, which, which is, is why it was laughable they picked him. Why I yeah, told you that it was. Well, it's, the, it's yeah. that's why I think like. But well, my point is, this guy is a bad coach. He yeah. is on par with Da right. as being a trash coach. Here's he doesn't have Da's track record of having what is it the uh, what was that stat I sent you guys the other day where Da has like the worst. Um, coaching percentage or the third worst in NFL history over a certain amount of games. It's a certain very small number away from the bottom. Here's the thing. <laughs> like, if I'm going to critical, I know Max likes Brian Dable, but like when I see coaches that excel in one discipline, mm-hmm. an offensive coach that has a shitty offense as a head coach, that's a bad head coach. The one thing about Sean, I hated that he disregarded defense for almost his whole Saints career. But our offense was always legit. Mm-hmm. He was a great offensive coach. Yeah. You knew that was buttoned up pretty well. You knew we were going to compete there. Defense, he tried to leave to other people. It worked sometimes. It didn't work other times. It is what it is. Yeah. When you see Dayball have the worst offense in the league, when you see no, Arthur shit. Smith yeah. have the worst offenses in the league, those are bad co- head coaches yeah. because they can't even do what they do well in right. that environment. Um. So I agree 100%. What what he's done there is a catastrophe. He doesn't get the ball to his playmakers. Um, He's got two starting running back caliber players. He's got a a top 10 wide receiver, a top five tight end, the highest ranked tight end in the history of NFL in the draft. You've got all this talent all over the offense, and they can't get out of the bottom five. That's that's a bad head coach. If statistically our defense was even bottom half, it would – be so much more of an indictment on DA but I will say that's why these slow starts quote-unquote 
over the past four or five weeks now. And then whatever the fuck you want to call it, we did last last week. There's the no Vikings. Doubt. Like that's when the tide is like my tide has already turned to say like Dennis Allen ain't that guy. But in terms of having like very very tangible evidence as to yeah. like this is why we really got to consider making a change regardless of what the outcome of this year is even if he makes the won't division happen. or playoffs Less. I know what happened I won't I know what happened but like but if if the defense continues the trend if Last they don't, five weeks. If they don't buck the trend they're on, yeah. then it's it's a They need to flip the script because even, right now it's like you're looking at DA and if you look at him and say, if the defense is getting worse yeah, that's, over time, what do you fucking do here? There's nothing, what is it that you bring to the table if nothing, your side of the ball that you were supposedly an expert on yep. is getting worse and worse and then and now we're going to lose your best player? This is not trending in a good direction. The defense no. is, and we were just talking about the defensive tackles, terrible. Both of them are terrible. Um... The defensive line as a whole, terrible the last seven weeks. The last five weeks, it's really shown up where teams are just doing whatever they want. Our defensive line gets zero push now. Granderson started off great. Granderson, zero impact the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, Cam, zero impact almost all year. They can key in on um, guys. Yeah, whatever it is, we whether we don't have the depth, whether we don't, whatever it is on the defensive line, our secondary has played out of its mind. Yeah. And we're still getting run well, down the field. I don't, that's reality. It's, it's arguably the best secondary. I don't league. think it's a coincidence that the parts of our defense that are letting up at week, what are we, week eleven, are the parts of our defense that are the oldest. Right. I mean, the the best. Players, well, time out. Let's say this though: the only part of the defense that isn't letting up is the secondary. That's what I mean. The linebackers that, have not been that, okay. Demario is still good. Pete Warner has not been good this year. He hasn't been terrible. Though. Warner has. He has not been good though. He has not taken the step that you were talking I about. Agree. Him taking. He hasn't made the step to, to a great player. You know, like make a, a heat map or like a, a ranking of like least concerns to biggest concern. The concerns at this point in the year have trended increasingly towards the older guys on the team and the positions they play, and then a little bit away from. And as much as I hate to say it, losing Peyton Turner has hurt mm -hmm. as a rotational player, even though he wasn't great. We all we've all had lots to say about him. And that's the thing we didn't need. I'm gonna tell you right now, if Demario Davis gets hurt, it's over. Forget about the defense. After the whole defense is trash at the floodgates are open. The floodgates are open. Yeah. The defensive line has no help. He's like in a sci-fi movie as like the one guy holding up. He's like the one guy holding up the zombies. He's like, you can't beat. Our defense is hanging on by a thread, and that thread's name is Demario Davis. Because if if his something, God forbid, he's, what is he, 34 years old? Mm -hmm. If something happens to him and he goes on the shelf for a few weeks, the defense is fucked. Also realize our defensive line has been so bad, we've had to make him pass rush as well. Yeah, We have the 34-year-old running the middle linebacker spot and coming down on third down to to pass rush because we have no one who can pass rush. Are you saying he's pass rushing or is he just blitzing? No, pass rush. Pass no, he's rushing. lining he's up on the edge. Hand in dirt. Yeah. Basically. He, Look, and he's I, second on the, on the team in sacks. And everything I said, though, it still might be a moot point. If Lattimore, that might be the floodgates. We just don't know. I mean, how is Adebo going to handle being the number one guy now? Debo, Adebo's well, been great as the number two. When the other half of the field shut down and they can do whatever they need to, now he's got to be the guy. Well, I think Adebo's proven that the ball's He thrown. hasn't proven it as the number one. He's, he has done I feel great good as about number it, two. I feel, I, mean, I feel good. But we don't know until we see when it. When the ball has been thrown his way, he performs. But that has been not against yeah, but the number one guy. The number one guy yeah. gets taken away every week. Right. You want so to know now, the good guys? We got one number one guy left on the schedule. Well, two. That, well, that's true. We I got mean, Mike Evans and uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, whatever his name is. Yeah. I'm, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, the Rams? 
Yeah, those are slot kind of guys, though. Puka and Cup. You got Puka and uh, Cup. Yeah. He's healthy, yeah. The, the Rams Puka's receivers. still cranking, man. His numbers but, are pretty good. But the Rams both receivers playing inside, if, right? Or no, am I wrong? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, I mean, you still got to guard him. If Stafford's well, they're healthy. Not gonna, I'm saying Odebo's not going out inside. It's going to be it's gonna be Tehran and uh, Alante, right? And Yadam and, and Adebo are going to be outside. Who... Tarachi, I know that could be a that could be a you're right that could be a big problem. It's a short week against them too. Tehran got old quick. Like Demario's, he, Demario is holding it up the best. Like he doesn't, he looks a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. He still looks great. Look, Tyran Matthew, hey, he's, he's falling a few steps. Cam's yeah. falling a few steps. And and yeah. I'll I'll blame Da a little bit on that though. You put Tehran in bad situations. Wait, he shouldn't we, be one on one in that situation. Be. We just got Nick to say I'm going to blame da for that a little bit but i just want to mark this down i want you to time stamp 47 post this clip on social media but time stamp y'all are both saying the the (laughs) rock of our defense is the secondary well da is comes from a secondary coach that's what he does Mm -hmm. he's a secondary coach uh it's been the corners are the rock of the the team right agree i'm not gonna say the safeties the corners not marcus no but but the safeties haven't been bad either they haven't been well they've had their moments i mean what was the end of the jaguars game where matthew got left but we've seen pretty good things out of howden early on we've seen we've seen a lot of good stuff right no we have and look as a whole they're still it's still a very good unit i i love howden i think howden's got a real future i think our defensive line is the weakness shambles right now and Mm -hmm. even with the mistakes i'm at the point that Brzee needs a ton more snaps. Brzee, Brzee, come on, we're never going to get it right, or well, at least you're, I'm not. You're not going to get it right. Um, that's fine. <laughs> Roman can come correctly, um, but he needs to just play more. He's just simply can cause more trouble, and you just got to hope with the reps that he gets better at getting himself out of position, like he does, like Corey said, all the time. Yeah, yeah. I think and the that, concern with him for Da is that like he doesn't get himself so out of position so consistently that you think he's a liability. Like Penning yeah. is a liability. He got benched. Yeah, right. pending like, under as any long as, metric was a liability. As long as Brzee yeah. doesn't become a liability, well, then I'm fully he's gonna on board. Make, he's going to make more plays than he's going to give I'm up. I'm fully so. on board with you at giving him more snaps in that case. Find a way to give him freedom to make those. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even yeah. If turn, it just means, turn him loose, one responsibility, right. just go. Right. I'm fine with that, Nick, even if it means my preseason prediction will be wrong. How about that? Which one? How many? About <laughs> Colin getting... <laughs> The <laughs> the most anticlimactic. I didn't know if you're going prediction. Marcus May or if you're going <laughs> good point, sir. Um, no, when I said Colin was going to lead, the, right, and and you're probably going to be right on that um, because you know I but didn't. Your, no, the, it's not going to be Colin. It's the other one, Shepard. Uh, Shepard. Shepard. To your point, leading. though, I'm fine with being wrong and hoping that Brzee just gets more time. So he, at some point, we know. need playmakers down there that do something. And at you know, we're giving up the big gash plays up the middle. Yeah. Some of them are his fault. Especially on the QB run where he gets out of his lane. Yeah, We've seen that over and over again. He gets a station wagon. Collins, Collins the, the third hole. defensive tackle right now, I think. It's going to Shepard, Brzee, and then uh, Saunders, Did I believe. Did he pass him up in snaps? I That's think surprising. so, yeah. And then Roach is creeping up. Oh, Roach, Col- I'll be honest with you. We play better when he's in there. He's yeah. a free As agent, a so we got to resign him. It, when, when he comes in, you see him more in the second half the last few games. It, it's, it's a massive difference. I don't know why. He's obviously not the player that those other guys are. Whether it's he's effort, whether it's ever. We look better as a defensive line when he's in the game, period. Yeah. He seems to be more fundamentally sound with his responsibilities. You know, he, he doesn't seem to ever really be out of place. You know what I mean? He's just, yeah. he's not as athletically gifted as the other ones, but he's always where he needs he's, to be. He's so never he's, really, really good or really, really bad. What is what the, uh, the expression? He's, he's the really high floor, yeah. low ceiling guy. Yeah. Whereas Brzee might be a little bit lower floor, but he's just ceilings through the roof. Yeah, there's, there's some kind of statistical term I'm blanking out on the yeah well, just, you know what let's let's get back to the game itself though what are what are you guys i mean what, what are your feelings on this game yeah 
I mean, well, we, I think we recovered the concerns pretty pretty well. Well, here's the thing, you know. All right, let's see. Um, I'm terrified they, about this game. If this is the here's here's what I'm fearful of. I'm we, not. We, we keep overlooking something. We keep you know maybe it's because Arthur Smith is that bad of a coach as proven to be. But if this is the game that he decides to try to unleash Bijan, yeah, We're that could be fucking horrible. Yeah, like that could be apocalyptic for our defense. If this is the game, and that, what if he decides to use Pitts? Or that, I mean, but I think Bijan is obviously more of a huge impact considering the exact We're weakness terrible. that we just said right. We're we terrible have. against Bijan has not yeah. had that breakout game yet. Right. It's he hasn't coming. had it. It's coming. We I watched Jameer. Due. I watched my guy, Jameer Gibbs, who everyone gave me shit for when I said he was a good, a good first-round pick. I watched him have breakout games. I have not seen Bijan have the breakout game yet. It is coming. It's coming. It is coming. What a bad pick, though. Jesus Christ. Well, it's an awful I, pick I'm for just, a team that bad to pick a running back in the top When 10. you need so much help everywhere to pick a running back, when you have a starting running back, and yeah. I, we all know Algier's not a elite running back, but he's a starting running back. Um, I This is just, for me, I'm not nervous about it. If we can't win this game, we're not winning the division. That's what I think. So this is the game. Well, that's why that's I'm nervous about it, right? is, is that exact it's like, statement you said. I'll be like, okay, we're not good. Um, I haven't felt that way all year. Just I think this is a team that had a lot of stuff to figure out this year. It's been very up and down. What is it, um, week 12? I think we're past the point it's of week, it out. It's game 11 of 17. We're 10 games in. It's a new quarterback, new offense, a lot of new pieces on defense. There's a lot of things that change with this team in offseason. Um, last I- game... If if last game would have been a win, everybody would be feeling positive. If last game was terrible, everyone feels like shit. I get it. It's it's this is the game that you can't not show up to. You can't give up two first quarter touchdowns like we've done the last five weeks. You can't come out sluggish and only score three points in the first half. Like you can't. This is this is the game that decides the season. Yeah. We're there. So we're there. We're five and five. If we win, we are in a massive driver's seat. Not just slightly. We are in a incredible position. So that's what you want. Do you want to play the Falcons to decide who's the king of our division? Yeah, let's do it. Let's see what happens. If we can't beat the Falcons, we're not going anywhere. It's over. You can write the season off. If we yeah. win, anything's possible again, immediately. Well, I'm going to go back to what I, what I said for, I think, three or four weeks running, where I said, I will feel good if we are 6-4 and four going into the Falcons game. We were 5-5 five and five going into the Falcons game. Therefore, I do not feel good, especially as on the heels of how that 5-5 five and five came about over the last week. It is week 12. Week fucking 12. The figuring it out excuse does not fly anymore. They have to have it figured out by week 12. Yeah. So, yeah. to me, it, it's this is do or die. I think we're all in agreement on that. You lose this game. Or better yet, just accept that what you have and what you are at this point in the season is... We are what we are. What you are. Yeah. And then adjust to it and deal with it and play to your strengths. Yeah. Instead of just saying like, you know, we haven't figured it out yet. We're Like, fuck that. Stop saying that shit. Agree. Take who you are and work around it. And that was a very high likelihood before the season. So like, this is not shocking. Did I think it would be six and four? Yeah, because I picked us to go what ten and seven originally. But it's, it's how the it's, five and five came about. I'm not saying it's shocking. Me. I just think it's it's one of those things where it's like just just stop. Okay, so stop you say how? Is, so how? What do you mean? If no. we were if we were like one and four to start or zero oh and ah, three, and that. then we that turned around shit. and got it to five and five, I feel a shit. hell of a lot better about five and five. Doesn't mean anything. It does mean something. Nah, it doesn't. 
Yeah, it does. We started off two and zero, and we've been three and five since. Yeah. And we have looked horrific in several of the games. That's what the we had our the worst game like. of the season in the last game. To say like the team that started one and four and is now five and five is going to do better than the team that started two and that's no 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 that's not what I said. I it's said nonsense. I would feel better if the team had started off slow because that would justify the well. There was a lot of new pieces that came in in the off season. They got to learn to gel. They got to learn the system. They got to learn how to play with each other. I would feel a lot better had we started slow and then clawed our way back. To five and five, the fact that we started two and zero, and are now five and five after an embarrassing performance last week, and you just the way the defense it, is trending, the we defense has been two, awful. The defense has been awful. That's the biggest concern, and we talked about it last week, where I said, "Are we worried yet?" And we all said, "Not yet, but if we do it again, we're going to be super worried." Well, we did it again. So yeah, well, I'm worried. If this is not a great defense, if this is not a top 10 defense. It's not. It's not a great defense. Oh, hold on. It's not a great defense. It might end up being a top 10 defense yeah. when the season's over, but it's not a great but defense. But if it's not a top 10 defense, in my opinion, this team won't compete. I Like, I thought this was a top 10 defense coming into the season. Yeah. And it was for five games, and it has not been for five games. And your so, preseason thought was that by saying top 10, not top 10 for the first half of the year top 10 after the chips are all on the table right yeah. dust exactly. is all settled exactly so yeah. if we don't have that level of defense i did not think Derek carr was taking us to 30 points a game i don't know these fans that think they were i was hoping for 23 24 points a game i think we're at 22 and change it's not that far off this is gonna be a middle of the road we were hoping for 10th offense i think we all even said that Mm-hmm. Um, but if you if Derek Carr is your quarterback and this is a situation, you're hoping for a 10 to 15 performance. A 10 performance puts us somewhere really good with a top 10 defense. Without a top 10 defense, it's trouble. So yeah. if this defense can't handle Desmond Ritter, <laughs> then we're not going anywhere. Yeah, This, this defense couldn't end. handle Josh Dobbs. Oop. It couldn't handle, I mean, just rattle off every quarterback Josh we've Dobbs had in the last year, five weeks. And I know you knocked the crap out of him this year has played I didn't knock Josh. Football. I haven't knocked Josh Dobbs at all. I like Josh. I think well, he's doing. No, you just said like if it. we can't beat this guy, all the media was saying if we can't beat that, he's played very well this well, year. We, no, we no, still, no. I was I was paraphrasing everybody yeah. else. I wasn't saying but that was my saying. opinion. But, but here's, that's a knock. You were saying everyone's saying he can't do it. We, what I'm saying yeah. is he's a running quarterback. He's second in the league to Lamar Jackson in rushing yards. He had like a two to one interception touchdown ratio passing. This is a guy who's played very well this year, and I agree. He's not an elite quarterback, but he is better than Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Correct? This year, at I, least. No, he, I think he is because he hasn't, you know, well, there's a bunch of reasons he's better. But here's, here's the thing. All that aside, we are at a point in the season where, kind of like we just said a little while ago, we have to just accept who we are. Yeah, that's where we are. Thing. We are who and we coach are. coach and play around that, or better yet, just... All we need to do each week, if we want to have a chance at A, making the playoffs, and then B, getting lucky when we get there, is play the team in front of us. Whoever that team is this week, we are all so hung up. Maybe the players are. Who the hell knows? Kind of like Nick said earlier. But at least fans, we're so hung up on what we are. We're so hung up on, are we going to figure this out? Are we going to figure that out? Why is this guy playing like this? Because he should be playing better. Um why is this guy out of position? Or why are we not playing him more? Why does he have less snaps? We're so worried about what we are and how less of what we are is you know below what we thought we were going to be in terms of performance and record. I mean, that shit doesn't matter. That shit is gone, okay? We are too far in the season to think 
that we can be anything different than what we have shown ourselves to be. You know, we had high hopes in the beginning of the year. Cam Jordan talking about, I want to get Derek Carr back to Vegas because I want to go to Vegas, get a Super Bowl. We all were right behind him on that. We're like, hell yeah. Those are high hopes. That's what we should be. We have the talent. On paper, we I look think like we still believe they can get there. I mean, I fans don't. Well, I think the players do. I think whether or not you believe it, I don't think the fans do. I'll be clear. I think the players whether, do. No I one does. Players, no, no fan no, believes no, that the Saints are making. Every it player play. has to believe they can get there, or else yeah. what, are, what are they doing? But I think like the players inside the locker room, I would hope, aren't concerned about like, are we as good as everybody thinks we are? No, the fans are like. Man, we're, we should be this. Or the we players' should only be that. concern should be about the game this yeah. next and Sunday. I, and, and I firmly that believe that the vast, vast majority of our locker room is in that mindset. But there's just so much talk about like what we are or who we are or how much less perform, underperforming we are. It's like fuck that. Just the I game think, in front I think of us. You hit the nail on the head. We are who we are. Yeah. And the reality is, is there's there's no scenario where they're going to pull a Clark Kent, go get in a phone booth, and come out no. as Superman. No. Like this team is literally. The team that they like, are. That conversation kind of made sense in week three, four. Right. But, but, but in week 12, so, it doesn't make any we're sense. We're so far gone Look, from that. You know you got to win your division if yeah. you're going to win the division, right? And I said that the 10 weeks ago. All we need so to worry about is winning games, our division. Right? Yeah. So we played two. We're one and one. Yeah. You lose this when you're one and two. But the you're way to do that trouble. is just play who's in front of you. The way to win the division, even in a shitty division, is not by saying like, well, I want to win, but like, does my hair look good? You know, like. Did I, I don't know dress? No, I don't like, know what that means either. No, it's like the outside dressing. Everyone's worried. Like, are we are we as good as we think we are? Are we? The I'm just worried about winning. Block? Just win, dude. I don't care how you well, win. We are. We are. But there's so much out there about like we thought we'd be so much better, or we are still better than this. We just have to figure it out. No, we're done. We're done figuring it out. Oh, oh no! Is it? It is another Falcons hate week where I can't enjoy it. Because I don't well, have any confidence that this team is going to go in there and win the game. How about this? We'll enjoy it if we win. Right? <laughs> exactly. So, um, do we want to roll through predictions? Or are we Let's do it, man. Predict, Let's do uh, it. What we got? Who uh, wants to go first? Uh, Saints win 28-3. <laughs> it's easy. He called I it like first. It. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Derek Carr's MVP with 283 passing yards. Uh, man, you were ready this week. Who else? Uh, Not for the top Defensive 10. MVP. <laughs> Well, y'all weren't ready for top 10. That's what that was. No, we just weren't ready for your top 10. That's, be that as it may. Um, and I would encourage anyone who's oh, listening uh, to this and hasn't listened to the previous episode about the top 10 Saints ever, yeah. please go in and listen to it because Corey, a very good, uh, Corey bumped Caden Ellis off at the top of the mountain. Allegedly. Uh, defensive MVP is Lonnie Johnson, number 28. Okay. Wow. Next. Wow. Where is that coming from? I don't know where any of that's coming from. Three. I, the 28 to 3 thing I get. 28. Number 28 has three interceptions, defensive MVP. Okay. It's Falcon State week. We're just going with the, you know. No, no. That's that's that's, that's good. Nick, What's what you Caden got? What's Caden going to do to us, though? Are you Oh! <laughs> What's Caden going to do to us? Yeah, he's he's on the other side of the field these days. How ironic is that going to be when he has the three Corey, interceptions? Corey, who are you rooting for, actually? Oh, oh please. <laughs> oh, please. Don't even. Nick, you want to go next? What you got? I hope Caden has zero tackles. Um, or 2.5 tackles. I don't know. We don't even know if Carr's playing yet, do we? We don't know what's up with Lattimore, Michael Thomas, or I Carr. think Lattimore and Thomas are out. That's my. That's, they're, they're definitely out. That's how I'm going on my. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm assuming Carr's in. If Jameis is in, we lose by double digits. <laughs> um, we lose if, twenty-eight to three if he's in. I'm just so tired of that debate. Like the guy is just a mess. Um, <laughs> fun as hell. If you don't care about winning, it's awesome. Uh, we've had our debates on fun. Uh, I'm gonna say 
Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I really don't know. I'm conflicted on this one. I've been, I mean, every week has been conflicting. It's just, yeah. I'm going to say we lose 18-17, and Groupie misses the game winner. Sounds about right. So who's your MVPs, if you if we have one or two? Um, Obviously not Groupie. Nope. Carr, like 240 and two touchdowns. Didn't I predict someone to get to 18 one week and we said how? Yeah, you did. How, Nick? Well, what? you never got to yours, so I don't know if we need yeah, to hold it, Nick it, to that standard. I said I said eighteen seventeen. But I I trust him with numbers more than anybody, so he'll figure out a scenario how we got there. Yeah, I'm thinking it's gonna be like a touchdown, another touchdown, two point conversion. Yeah. And a field goal. Cool. For them. Yeah, don't question him with numbers. He'll, he'll spin it out like a computer. For, well, that's what I wanted to hear though. For us, we're gonna drive down, we're gonna have the winning kick and we're gonna miss it. Okay. And then I was wanted to get back to the coaching. The one thing that has bothered me the most is the fact that both of our kickers are on the team still. Yep. I, I don't understand it, and that's bad coaching to me. That's bad personnel management. Yeah, that that's been beyond bad. They're both one of the worst Do you in the league. Put any stock in all these Lutz's first year comparisons to? I I, I don't know how I feel about him one way or another. I'm just curious no, as to yours. We're we're psyched about his leg. Like, <coughs> I get it. Like. You saw it preseason. You saw it early in the season. He's made long field goals, has a good percentage on long field goals. But there's a certain thing about a kicker that can just make it when it matters, and yeah. some can and some can't. And, man, I, I don't know. What did we say? He's the Kirk Cousins of kickers. Yeah. That's going to be my tag. That might even be generous. And I want to see him make it because it's a great story. Tiny little guy, you know. But He's Clint's size, by the way. Smaller, I think. I mean, I really feel he's impacted three games. I'm not going to say he lost them because that's not a real thing. No, he didn't lose them. Yeah. Uh, he's but, impacted. But he's impacted it heavily where mm-hmm. it definitely influenced the game in a negative way, and I don't feel like your kicker should be negatively impacting that many games. So let me ask and you this. Would you say he impacted it to a Cam Jordan level, or did he impact it well, to Well, he is Marcus in my top 10 Colston Saints ever. So we didn't, we didn't accuse either of those individuals of having negative impacts. No, but I just want to know which was it a Hall of Fame level or was it a? I think you're Hall of Fame reaching right now. There we go. Okay, well I'll give you my (laughs) prediction. I'm I'm just going to say this: Groupie's going to have a kick to win the game, and we'll see what happens. That's that's where I'm at on it. All right, I'm going to go final score: twenty-one twenty. Falcons win. They are going to kick a last-second field goal to win the game. Young way cool. Yeah. After after that's young ho to you, bro. Is it young ho? We're gonna <laughs> give. Oh, yeah. That's spelled. That's a, we're gonna to we're gonna take the lead on a groupie field goal. Oh, gosh. We're gonna take the lead. I think we finally got it. Right. It's gonna be uh, what would it be? Twenty one to eighteen, I guess. Math not his forte. <laughs> no, it is. But I'm not just, just getting Nick to run the numbers. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What did I say? Twenty one to twenty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it'll be uh, twenty to eighteen. We take that lead, get to 20 to 18 lead with about 38 seconds left. We and kick it off. Leads it, leads it Defense is going to give up a back-breaking play. It's going to be like a screen pass it or something. It will definitely not be that. It will definitely like be a, a P.I. A Ritter scramble. It will definitely be a P.I. No, if yeah. it, this one this, no, this one feels like it's this a screen pass. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's a screen pass that should be for a loss. 
and one of our defensive linemen is going to miss the tackle. Like two mm-hmm. of them are going to have Bijan Corral. Well, wait, actually, it won't even be to Bijan; it'll be to Algier. Like, you know, no, no, you, no, you it's going to be Bijan. Okay, that's fair. They're going to have him corralled, and he's going to do Bijan shit, and somehow go oh, full God. Matrix and get away. And then uh, I don't know. Alante Taylor shoves him out of bounds at like the the thirty eight or something. I don't want to. And he hits the bomb. And then Youngway comes in and hits the bomb field wanna, goal to uh, to win the game. Offensive MVP for the Saints. I don't know if we'll have a player that qualifies as MVP. Lynn Bowden. I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Kamara. Kamara gets a touchdown. Around 80 total yards, something like that. Total. Total. Yeah. Wow. wow. You're real optimistic. Wow. Yeah. No, it feels like it, <laughs> it feels like one of those games where he's going to have like nine catches for like 22. I mean, yards I hate playing in Atlanta too, but damn. And then uh, defensive MVP. I didn't even pick one. I don't even. Care. I don't even think I want to. Yeah. Uh, I'm a hope it's a Debo so he can make the Pro Bowl. <laughs> got him. Got him. I, I'm going to go ahead and say Demario. Demario just makes the most plays, but whatever. We're gonna they're gonna come up short in the end. It's Demario versus Ritter. That's what I would make this game. Well, Tell Demario you're not leaving Ritter. I just want you eyeing him up. Well, if it's make a, Ritter throw on us. If it's a foot raise, then Ritter's winning. That That's one. what Max says. I, I have no idea. I believe him. He watches the draft. All I know is Ritter sucks at quarterback. Ritter does so, suck at quarterback, which is going to make it. I just like, want to see a spy on him because that's the only way I think he can really hurt us. Well, yeah. that, would, that would denote if coaching. If Demario's to be the spy, line. then we're wasting a defender. I don't care. Yeah, and that would also that would also denote that would also denote good coaching. And uh, Dennis Allen made an adjustment. So let's see. Mobile well, quarterbacks are track record. Well, awful. he makes halftime adjustments. I think some, someone tweeted out like, "Can't wait to see what halftime adjustments we make this week." Yeah, <laughs> after a he bye has week. been good at that. Whether it means like something or not, but he won't good. admit to it, which but, is the funny part. The thing is, like, you have a whole bye week, and you're going to wait till halftime to make the adjustments. It's like, yeah. all right, good job, DA. Yeah. So, all right. So Corey predicted the win. Nick and I predict losses. My one chance to get it, get it back. Uh, so wait, back up on are, y'all. So the full standings right now, you're you're I'm behind. still a game behind. So this is my chance. If we win, you and I are tied. I don't remember. I picked him yeah, to win every tied. game. <laughs> no, but we're tied. We yeah. figured out the are tied. I'm game behind. So if the Saints actually win, then we'll you pick them to lose two games. Which we'll be, which two did we'll you be pick even done. I don't remember. Then we're gonna have to go to a point differential if we end up tied at the end of the year. I think. Keep in mind, you lucked out in that you were gonna pick us to lose, but you decided to go ahead and be the uh, contradictory. It's one. our biggest victory of the year. <laughs> the yeah, Patriots, Patriots game. So Nick Nick got saved by going last in the picking. When order. we came off the Bucks game and we're like, we're never winning again. Yeah. So. <laughs> Anyway, all right. So that's going to do. We got our predictions. It's look. It's still Falcons Day week. Maybe we won't talk as much shit to everybody else, but we will in the event that we win this game. And please God, hope we do. Let's go into Atlanta, get the W. We'll see what happens. Till next time. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Twenty Eight to Three podcast. What a comeback!